The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hope you're having a beautiful start to your new year. New year, new me. New year, same me. But we're going to switch up the bullshit a little bit. That's what I was thinking when I was driving down to the studio today. A song popped on on my Spotify. Now, I'm not allowed to play it, apparently, on YouTube because they'll block me. But it's a song called They Don't Love It by Jack Harlow. Lyrics go, I've been smooth for so long, I'm trying to get rough. Fuck buffing my nails, dog. I'm trying to get buff. Fuck shaping my beard up. I'm liking the scruff. And fuck the hills because I'm living my life in the cut. And it goes on. It goes on to, oh, actually, next line, maybe even better. Can't imagine that I'm going to meet my wife in the club. We going to see, though, I, I feel like she more of a CEO or maybe she doing volunteer work in Rio It's not like I need her, but I would love to meet her. That is the energy that we are coming into 2024. The whole idea that he's trying to get across is, you know, I have all these ideas and I know I should be doing X, but I'm feeling passionate about Y. And that is what I want us to focus on, guys, because obviously you come to this podcast as, you know, basically the way, the light and the truth says the Lord. I know you come here for my just sage wisdom, my advice, my, I mean, I've been on this earth 36 years, like the things that I know, the the knowledge that I have. But I was just moved by this Jack Harlow song because the whole song is about, they don't, they don't love it like I do. You know, what are you going to be passionate about this year? Because I'm going to tell you this right now, somebody else ain't going to love it as much as you do. But that's when you swoop in. That's when you get really good at what you want to do. I mean, he said, fuck buffing my nails, dog. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get buff. Fuck shaping my beard up. I'm liking the scruff. So maybe we got to go against the status quo this year. Maybe everyone's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to get in shape in January. I may put on 45 pounds just to stir the pot a little bit. I won't because actually the, the blood sugar, it's, it's already, you know, it's already teeter-tottering. But you know what I'm saying? You know, everyone wants to start off with goals and all this shit at the beginning of the year, but maybe you go, maybe you recoil a little bit for the next two weeks in the house and you get at your whiteboard and we're gonna do vision boards next week on the podcast. But maybe you, you know, you get dialed in. You're like, I'm not, I'm not getting the acrylics done. You know what I mean? Maybe you're like, I'm switching things up. I don't know. I don't know what you want to do or what your goals are, but I think we all need to recoil for a little bit and then come out the gate in February just fucking ready to go. Full facial hair, 30 pounds heavier, you know, dragging tat on the neck and surprise people. You know, don't say she she believed she could, so she didn't because she did. But I like this. You know, this whole song, the chorus goes, because they don't love it. They don't love it. They don't love it. They don't love it. It goes on to say that about 65 times. You know what I mean? They don't love it like I do, essentially. So what are you passionate about? I want you to write that down. We're just getting, we're getting fired up. I'm putting us in the right direction. I'm just getting the the little synapses, okay? 
do a little tinkling on your on the top of your brain. I hope this makes sense. Sorry, I'm always trying to do this podcast for the people who are just listening on audio because that's what I'm used to. But then I also know I have to play to camera and keep y'all fucking entertained so we can splice this together and make content for fucking Instagram. So we can sell tickets to the tour that never ends. Yes, it goes on and on, my friends. Some people started coming to the shows back four years ago, and I've done two more hours since then. This is tour that doesn't end. Speaking of tour dates, get tickets at heatherontour.com. I'm coming to Florida. I'm going back to Kentucky. I'm going to Australia. And I'm going to a lot of other places, going to Sacramento. Get your tickets at heatherontour.com. I don't want the shows to come around in February. And you're like, I didn't get tickets. Well, get them, bitch. Also, something I just want to reiterate, not a complaint. Love it. I'm so glad that people have come to any of my tours. But I've had a bunch of people over the Christmas break that I've run into in Atlanta say, Heather, oh my God, I want you to know I came to the show at the Fox. And I said, oh my God, thank you for coming to the taping. And this lovely group of women at the Piedmont Country Club said, no, 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 we came to the one last May. I'm like, that was two years ago. Totally different material. So when people, I do think, still get a little confused, I'm on a totally different tour. I'm on a totally different tour. I shot the hour of material, but it isn't the same since you saw me in your city last time. So if you haven't seen this new tour from the comeback tour, it's a whole new kit and caboodle. It is not what is on Netflix right now. And a lot of y'all know. A lot of y'all are in. I'm just, I'm letting the ladies who stopped me at every single food establishment in the city of Atlanta, they were confused. This is a whole new hour. So see me, come see me because after May, this tour is going to be a wrap. And then I will most likely have to dive into OnlyFans and, you know, take photos of my butthole in order to pay the bills for the rest of the year. But we're hoping, we're hoping to get a couple other interesting things under the belt. You know, Everybody was on strike last year, including me, but stand-up comedy allowed me to still be on tour, and I love it. I'm not saying I'm not coming back to your city to do shows, but I definitely think when we wrap up this tour in the spring, we got to do something creative. We got to do something a little, like, you know, y'all follow me, you see me, you listen to the podcast, it's ever-growing, the numbers are huge, I'm so grateful, this is awesome, but we definitely need to, I think people need to see me in a different light. Like, I'm ready to reinvent myself a little bit, you know what I mean? I thought about cutting a bob the other day. I thought about, you know, doing white eyebrows. A horrible idea. I have fantastic eyebrows, but I do sometimes get little white flicks sometimes. And I Google that. That is apparently from stress. So <laughs> good to be home. Regardless, though, I have been feeling a little stagnant. I'm a little sick of myself. You know, there's all this self-promotion. I mean, all of November and October was promotion for the Netflix special. And then we're still promoting the tour. There's days where I feel like I haven't had a, a unique idea in my brain in a minute. So I'm kind of ready to go back to the drawing board. I want to do more television. I want to do more film. I want to be able to put on a wig and play somebody else. So I don't know what you're thinking about. If you're feeling like you really burned yourself out at the end of last year, how can we go into this new year with fresh energy, but with fresh ideas? Do we need to go to Peru and do a little ayahuasca? Maybe. I'm not gonna because every time people do ayahuasca, the first thing that, that they say is, I shit myself and vomited for three hours. I already do that after a hearty fettuccine Alfredo. So I don't need to do that. You know what I mean? I would go drink the tea. If I would go do ayahuasca. They were like, you will, will not have diarrhea or vomit. You know what I mean? I would be like, great, I'm in. You just want me to trip for, you know, 48 hours in the woods? I'm open to that journey. But whatever we need to do to get creative, to get some fresh ideas, because listen, I want to, I want to remind everybody, none of this shit fucking matters. We are a tiny speck on a giant globe that is rotating around the earth. And you know what? We are one earthquake away from just absolute, total 
world collapse. So remember, come up with a fresh idea. And as soon as that idea is about to be executed, it's probably going to be the end. So <laughs> keeping you on your toes in 2024. Anyways, I say all this. I, I really am being positive. But I was listening. I was driving down to the office and I was listening to this song by Jack Harlow. And it was so inspiring. You know, he's like, they don't love it like I do. They don't love it. Whatever you're trying to do, you're trying to start your Etsy business. They ain't going to love the little knitting knitting toboggans that you do as much as you do. You know, maybe you're starting uh, some sort of fitness class. They're not going to love it as much as you do. But that's why you're going to be successful because you love it. And I was driving. I was thinking about being on the road. And I was thinking about all these other things I got to do and all these creative projects. Like, they're not going to love it as much as me. But that's why I'm in this game. And then I just started just slamming on the gas in the Audi. And I, I almost got a little fender bender. But that's, you know, Jack Harlow took me out of what I was thinking about. And I was like, this is the kind of motivation I needed. So we're going to get into vision boards in next week's episode. I do want to get into the voicemails today, hear about your holiday woes, what the fuck happened with your family. Also going to hit a little AMA, a little hot takes with Heather, because that's always the most requested thing. Y'all been loving this, where I just answer random fucking questions. I know what you're probably doing right now. I mean, you're listening to this. It's, it's a couple of days after the New Year's. You're cleaning out some closets. I do highly recommend that you Marie Kondo the shit out of your house. Just get rid of the shit. Go to Goodwill. If you live in the Atlanta area, you should go to every Goodwill in Atlanta because I did an absolute thorough dump. Okay, I have some designer shit that's at these Goodwills and I know I could have sold it online, but that would take an extra step. And I just said, get it out of my house. And by designer, I mean, it was a designer that I bought at Nordstrom Rack that had been returned from somebody else. Okay, I don't, I've never gone into a Neiman Marcus and purchased Gucci. (laughs) I'm not stupid. You know, it's a designer from TJ Maxx. Let's be honest. Anywho, let me see if you guys popped in with any of these. Ask me anything. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, they're already coming in. I'm about to go on a trip, okay? It's a new year, new me, and you know what I'm doing? I'm traveling because that's what I love to do. And you know what? I'm traveling with my base. My base suitcase that is created by Shay Mitchell, the iconic actress. She came up with one of the best ideas in the biz, okay? You know, every celebrity wants to have a, a brand that they stand behind, but she came up with amazing luggage and she stands behind it and I've used her products and I freaking love it. Why do I love Base? Base has thought of everything, okay? Every piece is made to look better with miles so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead and Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors and for shorter trips, the weekender bag is super functional and even a place to store your shoes separately. I love the weekender bag. I'm one of the Turks this weekend. You bet your ass I'm using that as my carry-on. Going to throw the shoes at the bottom, throw all my accoutrements in the top. I love the base bag. Right now, base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting base, B-E-I-S, travel.com slash absolutely. That's base, travel, B-E-I-S, travel.com slash absolutely for 15% off your first purchase. Again, that's B-E-I-S, travel.com slash absolutely. You're going to love base. Everything that they make is fantastic. And they've literally thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushion handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Check them out, basetravel.com slash absolutely. If I'm going to give my dogs the best of the best because I love them more than anything, then I'm giving them farmer's dog. That's a no-brainer, okay? It's human-grade food, and they send it pre-portioned. This is what I love about it. I go on the website. I fill out my dog's breed. I fill out their weight, if they have any allergies to anything, and then everything comes frozen 
pre-portioned to my house. So macaroni has hers, rigatoni has his. I just leave it out on the counter overnight or in the fridge to defrost and they go nuts for it. And it's pre-portioned so that way I know I'm not feeding them too much, too little. The biggest thing that was a a telltale sign for me is that my vet loved it. My vet felt so thrilled that I was giving my dogs farmer's dog. My vet said that they're at a healthy weight. Their coats never look shinier. Their allergies are doing well. Like, I just feel good about it. Also, my dogs don't do great with poultry. So I'm able to go on there and say, only can they do uh, pork and beef and lamb. And I don't have to worry about all the add-ins and all the other bad stuff that could be in dog food because I trust farmer's dog. Listen, I love farmer's dog. I will always love farmer's dog. I really genuinely, truly believe in what they're giving out. Right now, it doesn't matter if your dog is young or old. It's always the right time to begin investing in their health and helping them live a more healthy life. You can get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com. Such absolutely. Plus, you get free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com. Such absolutely. Again, that is thefarmersdog.com. Such absolutely to get 50% off your first box plus free shipping. Hey, if you're doing New Year's resolutions, your dog should have them too. He or she should be eating the best of the best. And that's the farmer's dog. Now back to the podcast. I'm trying to be motivating, but I, it's also been a very like oddly stressful week. Like I was coming in today, listening to this song, being like, yeah, we can do it. But I actually don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I've only done this podcast for four years. And there's some days where I'm like, what the fuck? I need a fresh idea. I need a fresh thought. So I'm going to the Turks and Caicos this week. Okay, here we go. Is Robin still dating? Number one question always. Robin went on one date. The guy responded. He, he, was, he was a heavy petter. And then he asked her, he said, be patient with me. I'm probably, I'll probably be a flake. And my mom's response to that was, honey, you're 77. You don't have many years to be a flake because you might die tomorrow, which I thought very, very quick-witted response. So is she still dating? Robin did say she would like to have more dates in 2024. And you know what? I got to be honest with you. I think the only way that's going to happen is if she gets out and gets more girlfriends. I think as she expands her friendship group, because how do really people meet each other? Through a friend. But I think she'll have a richer experience traveling with a, a group of wealthy gals this year and then see what happens. You know what I mean? But is she dating? She's always looking online. Sometimes on Craigslist, she thought she was uh, having an affair with Keanu Reeves recently. I don't know if you saw this on Instagram, but my husband was driving my mom and I to dinner. So sweet. He's like, I'll be your Uber chauffeur. I don't care. He dropped us off. And I'm uh, sorry, while we were driving, my mom just casually in the backseat said, you know, I'm texting Keanu Reeves, which of course almost sent Jeff across the highway going 100 miles an hour in the new Tahoe. And I said, what the fuck are you talking about, mom? She said, yeah, I'm texting Keanu Reeves. I'm in this fan group and I've been texting him. I said, mom, he's not texting you. She's like, well, I think he's adorable. I said, have you seen any of his movies? She said, I saw about a quarter of the Matrix once. It was kind of boring, but I really like him. He seems nice. So my mom at, at one point either had us fooled. I don't know if she was doing a bit with us, if she was pranking us or if she was just really trying to ruffle Jeff's feathers. But he was so concerned. He said, this is how it starts, Heather. She gets on a Facebook group. She thinks she's texting with Keanu Reeves. Next thing you know, she's given her social security number and her SunTrust account is, is wiped out. You know what I mean? We have to protect the elders in 2024. But I will say, Robin did say she was texting Keanu. And then it was a little confusing because my sister called me and she's like, well, I'm confused. I thought mom was setting me up with Keanu. So are mom and I fighting over the same guy? Did a like Google search, Keanu Reeves' girlfriend, significantly older broad. And I said, Ashley, I don't think he's your type. I don't think you're his type. 
I think he'd go for mom before you. So then that started a little bit of a holiday riff. So we went into Christmas dinner with my mom and sister fighting over the same man. None of which neither of them have met. You know, and I know my dead father was looking down going, this is not what I wanted. But cancer had other plans. Anyways, back to the questions. Mm. All right. Great question from Luna. She said, how do you stay so humble, bitch? I live with my mother on a daily basis. The other day I was getting ready. I was doing a full face beat. And I said, mom, I'm just kind of feeling fat. You know what I mean? I'm having an honest conversation. I've just been, you know, drinking too much over the holiday. Just felt like I was melting into the couch for a couple of days. So I'm back on my fitness game. Remember, you got to start the game now. Everyone's going to start on January 1st. No, no, no. You're supposed to start two weeks ago. But I was, I was looking in the mirror and my mom just turned to me and she said, Heather, you know, you're not fat now. You have slimmed, slimmed down over the last couple of years. But I was watching that, that Christmas movie you did, Love Hot on Netflix. You were huge then. She goes, you were fat then. Fat, not so much now, but you were fat then. That's how I stay humble. Live with a 76-year-old redhead from Boston and that's how you'll stay humble. Also, I live back in my old neighborhood. Like, you know, I've told you guys all this. You know every part about my life. But I just see the regular folks at the country club. Nobody gives a shit. You know, there are always drunk wives there that want to take photos, and that's fun. I'll share a bottle of Kendall Jackson Chardonnay with you, and let's take some photos. I hope that when you go to your mommy and me group at the Presbyterian private school down the street the next day, and everyone's like, hey, Cheryl, heard you had a good time at the club. And you're like, look. Quit being a little bitch to me. This is my friend, Heather, and I'm in the photo. We both have, you know, red wine teeth. Then I hope, I hope, if that's the least I can do for my fellow sisters out there is give you street cred while you're at a mommy and me date with some other cunt from the school, good. Also, one of my best friends, Katie, shout out to Katie. She said, Heather, I've been getting grilled at my kid's new school. The people are like, how do you know Heather? How do you know Heather? And she's like, I've known her since we were in like the sixth grade. She's one of my dearest friends. So I just want y'all to know, anybody, if somebody's giving you shit at work, I don't care if you Photoshop the photo, just make me look good. Photoshop the photo so that, put it, blow it up, put it on your desk at your cubicle and be like, oh yeah, that's my girl. And, and if you just warn me, if you tag me in the photo and let me know what the backstory is, I too will lie for you. If you're starting a new job, everybody knows how awkward that is to start a new job. I think you, you Photoshop a photo of us together Put us on an island somewhere and be like, yeah, that's my one of my oldest friends. And if that's going to help you lie your way into new friends at your job or at your mommy and me group or at the country club or whatever, do what you got to do. I'm here for that. And I support that lie because I want everybody to have a leg up on the other bitches in the world. But how do I stay humble? I don't know. I do this podcast and then I watch it back and then I realize I need under eye fill and I need to fix the indents on the side of my head from when I was pulled out at the womb with forceps. I need to get my neck done. I just look at myself online. Then how do I stay humble? I go on other people's podcasts and then I go read those comments. 90% of the time people are like, she's so much fun. Love her. She's a blast. And then I read all the comments from men and I want to put a gun in my mouth. <laughs> but we're not gonna because I'm fabulous. Somebody said, I look stunning. Look at that. I stay humble. But then you guys also remind me, I am pretty. Thank you. Okay. Word for 2024. Turks with Drake. House Cookie. Riggs Eye. Great. Thank you for checking in on my dog. My dog's great. Riggs actually ended up having um, a STD of the eye. Apparently, it's very rampant in Frenchies. You can get an HPV. Now, that doesn't stand for human papillomavirus. That st stands for a happy puppy virus. 
because apparently he was sticking his face in other people's assholes, maybe at camp, maybe at doggy daycare, maybe just in the neighborhood. And he got some sort of herpes of the eye. I'm not even kidding you, which then led to an ulcer. But shout out to Dr. Alex Sigmund, who was a doggy ophthalmologist. And he said, that's common. So thank you for everybody who's sending love to my my son. How's Macaroni, aka Cookie? She's great. The dogs are nuts. They've been in the house. It's been 20 degrees here in Georgia. This is unlike us. So we're all freezing. We're all getting stir crazy. We had to let the eye heal. But any word for 2024, Turks with Drake. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going this week. And if you don't think I'm going to be right by the beach boy, fighting with Drake the whole time, I can't wait. I know we'd be buds because he has a great sense of humor. So I'm hoping that you know, maybe we we become friendly and I'm going down there with a bunch of friends. Maybe we get everybody together. We take over that tiki bar, hoping for that. All right. Okay. Well, let's keep going. Oh, this is a question, actually. Parents want to invite my weird cousins and family to our wedding. My fiance doesn't know. Help. Just tell your parents no. It's your fucking wedding. I am so sick and tired of everybody trying to please everybody all the time. It's your wedding. If you don't want your weird cousins to be there, tell them, hey, guys, we're keeping it small. It is what it is. Now, I know you're in a pickle if your parents are paying for it. Then you may have to invite two weird cousins, maybe do like a rock, paper, scissors shoot, and you only get two, okay? That's it. You know, out of a family of 20, there's at least two weird cousins. So maybe invite one. I don't know. But I've had so many friends like, I have to invite this. No, you don't. You don't have to. Well, it's going to cause drama. Well, They probably won't show. (laughs) Happened to me. Okay, everyone's calling. Here we go. Ooh, how to stop being lazy and unmotivated. This is what I want you to do. I want you to go to an urgent care. And I want you to see if they'll write you an Adderall prescription. Now, I hadn't had one in a while. Took one a couple months ago. Did have a panic attack, but then took that other quarter of the pill recently. And man, when I was in a good, healthy headspace, I was zip zap zopping around the house. I have taken more to Goodwill this week. I have done more organizing. I have cleaned a garage and it feels good. So how to stop being lazy and unmotivated is, do you want to do fun stuff this year? You're like, okay, I got a, I got a trip planned to Key West in April. Well, then I got to get my shit together now so that I can look forward. If, there's all, if you always keep something on the calendar, you're always going to keep moving forward. Now, that doesn't mean don't live in the present because that's my problem. I don't live in the present. I'm either go, 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 what's next, that I'm not enjoying the moment I'm in now. But I do think how to stop being lazy and unmotivated. You know, I'll tell you right now, bitch. Look at Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Our queen is free. Our queen is free. 10 years behind bars. I know she's coming out with a book. I know she's doing a whole lifetime docu-series. I'd love to get her on the podcast. Gypsy Rose, if you see this, come chit-chat with your girl. I want to ask you a question about prison. I just want to giggle. How to stop being lazy and unmotivated. Just know that our queen, Gypsy Rose, who had Munchausen by proxy, was locked away for 10 years, I think unjustly. And now she's having a new leash on life. So if you're feeling like I'm being lazy, I'm unmotivated, how do I get more gusto, more wind in my sail? Think about Gypsy Rose breaking free. Say, what would I do if somebody took 10 years away from me? Some might say her whole life because her mother was evil. What, What would you do? I want you Gypsy Rose that shit. You're breaking out. She got out today. As I'm recording this, she got out today. Where'd she go? a rack room shoes to get new kicks with her, with her hubs. Probably stopped by an Ulta. You know what I mean? She probably doesn't even know what a Dyson wrap is. She doesn't know what a Dyson air dryer is. So she's probably out there 
getting all the accoutrement she needs to live a new, fabulous, free life. I want you to gypsy rose that shit. You're feeling tired, unmotivated. Gypsy rose that shit. So what would Gypsy Rose do? She's busting out. She's already at a strip mall. She probably hit a cheesecake factory of Panera bread and a Cold Stone Creamery before you've even changed your tampon today. Get your shit together. Gypsy Rose is out. She's going to have a TikTok by the time I'm done recording this podcast and she's going to be a fucking star. And we're all rooting for her. Gypsy Rose, I love you. All right, let's keep going. Are you ever worried with only one embryo? Will you do another retrieval? Great question, Aaron. Thank you for that. I'm always worried that I only have one embryo. I will most likely have to do another retrieval this year. I definitely think I'm going to have to tie up some loose ends. <laughs> I don't know what intended. Wrapping up the tour in May. And then I'm probably going to have to get fat as fuck in the month of June. The problem is for me mentally, if you haven't seen my hit Netflix special, Son I Never Had, I have a probably a 10-minute bit about the trials and tribulations of doing egg freezing, IVF, all of that jazz. So I'm very candid and open as to what it did to my body, the amount of prep I had to do. I didn't have a normal fertility journey, still won't, but I've been taking a lot of things. I'm on all the supplements to have a good eggs. I'm on a CoQ10, I'm on a prenatal, so that when I do another retrieval, hopefully we'll have some juicy eggs. You know what I mean? And that's where I'm at. I mean, I, that's a very candid thing to say, but I'm, I'm probably gonna have to do another one. But mentally, my husband knows I have really been psyching myself out because it's fucking hell. Giving yourself six shots a day, feeling pregnant, being hormonal, getting fat, then having all your hair fall out afterwards, having to do it multiple rounds. I'm gonna be positive and optimistic. I was listening to that Jack Carlo song. I was like, they don't love it. No one's going to love that process of the retrieval more than I will. And I got to love it. Even in the hard shit, I got to be like, what is this teaching me? What are we doing? I got to go in so fucking disgustingly positive that if there's a bump in the road, I'm like, I was prepared. Like, I already know what could happen and what can't happen because I've had it. But I got to be positive. We got to fucking be positive, guys. Again, TikTok keeps saying that there's going to be a black swan situation. I don't know. I was on Conspiracy Theory TikTok the other day, and it's some sort of basically like the grid's going to go down or everybody's money's going to disappear online kind of situation. I mean, it's going to be dire. So definitely get a couple cans of tuna, maybe some cat litter and throw it in the basement just so you have something, you know, a pail of water, maybe some freeze-dried beef stroganoff. Just get something to last you a little bit. But I did say, I'm not going to let this stuff scare me. I've got to go into this year so disgustingly positive that it's almost like I psych myself out from getting negative. Because, you know, we're in that weird space. It's January. Everybody's like, oh, the fucking weather sucks. It's cold. It's this. Now I got to start goals. Now everyone's exercising. Figure out what the fuck is going to make you happy this year and lean in because they ain't going to love it like you. But you're going to love it. Okay? You're going to love it. You're going to be so disgustingly positive that we fucking hate being around you. And that's what I want to see. All right, let's keep going. Hold on. Well, if you're thinking about getting pregnant, maybe now, maybe later, maybe never, and you just want to know about your fertility, then you should check out Modern Fertility. I love Modern Fertility, okay? I would shout this shit from the rooftops of how much I love Modern Fertility. I didn't know what I didn't know about my fertility until I worked with Modern Fertility. What you do is you take a little finger prick, you send in your sample, and you talk to a one-on-one -on -one specialist who knows everything about how to read all of your hormones. 
The cool thing about modern fertility is I just thought it was like, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And then when I got my AMH levels back, which stands for anti-mullerian hormone, I was shocked at how low my numbers were. I mean, I did this a couple of years ago. That's how long I've been working with modern fertility. Went into my gynecologist. They were like, let's get you on a plan to free some eggs. And thank God I went in when I did because I was able to get one embryo on ice. I had no idea what was going on? But listen, I saved so much money by doing this testing through Modern Fertility and not in my doctor's office because when you do it at your doctor's office, it can cost hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. But Modern Fertility literally makes it so easy. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test and you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Again, modernfertility.com slash absolutely. It is going to be so worth it. Even if you're a young gal and you're like, I don't want to have kids for years, go ahead and test your fertility hormones now. You don't know what you know until you know it. So go and test your fertility. Go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. You'll thank me later. I love Squarespace and I will shout it from the rooftops. And I want you to know that this video and podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. All right, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all in your own terms. I love Squarespace. I use it for my tour website. I use it for my merch website. It has made running my empire so damn easy. Why make things more difficult, okay? I didn't know what I was doing, and I went on Squarespace. I have this podcast, and then I do the ads for Squarespace. So I said, what the hell? Let me try it one day, and it was friggin' awesome. I love Squarespace because everything is in one place. You are wanting to start out on a new foot this year. You want to start a new business. You want to, you know, build a website for something you're passionate about. Well, go to Squarespace. All you got to do is go to squarespace.com, and when you're ready to launch your website, just use my code, go to squarespace.com slash absolutely and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or, or domain. So when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Don't wait till tomorrow to start your future. Do it now. Don't be intimidated by having an online presence. It's not that hard. If you go to squarespace.com slash absolutely, not only will you save money, but they have amazing platforms and templates that you just plug everything in. They've already done the hard work for you. You've got this. Go to squarespace.com slash absolutely. Ooh, should I take a risk and move to a new city? Always, okay? I think a body in motion stays in motion. Work begets work. You know, when kids started, I don't know what year these came out. Remember those Heelys? Those little sneakers that have built-in roller skates in them? When kids started healing around, it finally really connected with me. A body in motion stays in motion. You keep moving, you keep going forward, you move to that new city. You can always move back. You can always move back. You can always get out of a lease. You can always move back. Yeah, move to a city. Take a risk. Move to a city. I suggest that that city might be Chicago. I don't know why, but I've I've been having an itching to get back to Illinois. I just feel like there's hot guys in Chicago. But regardless, yes, put on those Heelys. Put on those little roller skates of life and scoot to the next spot. 
Because if it isn't serving you here, where are you going next? That's what I want to hear. What trends do you want to see in 2024? I'd love to see, you know, maybe a, maybe an ankle boot cut come back because I have a lot of those in my closet. Y'all, I'm going to be honest. I tried to do the straight leg trend. I tried to get on the trends in 2023, but I've realized I am a tastemaker. I'm not a trend follower. Yeah, can I throw a faux fur in the mix? You know, will I do a, an ombre nail? Sure, whatever the fuck you young kids want me to do. But I'm wearing a, a velour tracksuit right now that was popular and I'd say... 2020, 2005. This is a new one that Spanx redid, and I've never felt more alive. The velour feels nice against my eczema. I feel like I can run around. I feel sexy. I feel like Carmela from The Sopranos. You know, I just feel like a bad bitch, and I don't care if velour is not in, in trend right now. I'm making it my trend. So I don't even care about the trends. You just do what you want to fucking do, because as Jack Carlo said, they don't love it. You know what I mean? They, they ain't going to love it. I'm getting all the lyrics wrong, but you get the message. Number one question, will you get Gypsy Rose on the podcast? Desperately trying. Absolutely desperately trying. Okay. What direction do you face in the shower? Saw a big thing about this on TikTok and Instagram. What direction do you face in the shower? Guys, I don't know if this makes me a serial killer, but I, I rotate. Okay. I like to be facing the water. When I first get in, let it run down my face. I wash my face first, right? I get all the makeup off. I'm a night shower and a morning shower. I like to wash the face first. Then I turn around. I get the head nice soaking wet. Then I shampoo. I go back and forth. I would actually probably say I spend most of my time kind of on the side. So it's coming. It's it's a jet stream that's coming this way. And I'll tell you why. Because I have a big glass shower and I, my vanity is right across from it, a mirror. And I like to just put one hand on the wall while the water runs down me and I kind of stand at an angle and I just stare at my naked body and I have deep thoughts. You know what I mean? Like, hey, bitch, maybe we get it, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe we get the breast tucked up this year. I just, I like to kind of be at an angle. I spin, I rotate. There's this whole fucking thing on the internet. People are like, you're psycho if you're not a person who stands right directly under the water, facing forward, facing back. I don't give a shit. I brush my teeth in the shower sometimes. I'm sure somebody's gonna have to say something about that. Just, just hygiene. That's all we're asking for. Just fucking shower. Okay, where are we going? Okay, I want a vision board, but don't know where to start help. Well, tune in next week, okay? That episode, I'm going to walk you through. And if you're watching on YouTube, we're going to do a full digital one. But I'm just going to talk you through. I'm going to talk you through goal setting, all right? And I'm being 99% sarcastic. But I don't know if you know this. If you can see my vision board in the back, that's from 2020. Netflix is on there. Check that off twice. Get my show made. That's on there. We will find out in a couple of weeks if we, they picked up our pilot. The Hollywood Reporter, been in that twice. So she believed she could and she fucking did. And you know what? Gypsy Rose Energy, that's what we're doing. Do you have a dream collab, a person, company, or brand? I do think that doing something with Duke's Mayo would be fun just because I love them. I love their marketing team and I do love mayonnaise. We've d discussed that heavily. Do love Duke's. What else do I love? Love Crystal's hot sauce. I mean, these are just food condiment items. I mean, there's a lot of people. I love to do a big collab with Delta. I, I saw that they had a couple other celebrities doing commercials. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm local. I'm local. I'm waiting, Delta. I love you. Even through the ups and downs, that roller coaster of emotion that you sent us all through last year, I was there, patient, sitting in the Sky Club, waiting for that call. And I, I told everyone around me, it's going to be okay. Yes, did they change the, the Sky Miles limitations for Diamond, 
for silver, for platinum. But I was the one who stayed calm and steady through the storm. I'm the one who told everybody, don't jump to another airlines. I was loyal. Have always been Delta loyal. Keep climbing. Keep climbing. So feel free to call me when you want me to do any of your any of your ads, any, I just, or if you want me just to be a greeter at the airport, I would love to also do that. Okay, let's see if any other good ones came in. Personality trait that is an absolutely not when it comes to a friend. Personality trait. Well, if they steal from you, then, <laughs> I mean, if they're, if they're robbing you blind, you know what I mean? If you've got a friend that you don't know, if you can like leave $20 out on the countertop because they're going to take it, if they steal you, if they steal from you, if they rob you, you know, if they kick your dog, like things like that, we definitely need to cut that out. You know, I, everybody always had like one friend in college who ended up being a klepto. There was a girl in our dorm that stole from everybody. And I remember being like, why do we invite her to the bar? No one likes her. She has stolen six clutches from anthropology. Like, just let her stay home. She has money and it's always the bitches who have money. It's not the poor people who were stealing. It's the dumb idiots who have money. I've had so many friends who've owned boutiques in Atlanta and they always say it's the richest housewives that come in and steal, okay? I've never gotten a thrill off of stealing. It just doesn't bring me joy, all right? You know, drinking and driving. No, I'm kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding, kidding, kidding. But I think a big personality trait is if you don't trust them and if you don't trust your things around them, and I'm not a materialistic person, but if you're like, if you know you leave a $10, dude, Jeff had a roommate once. Jeff had a roommate that stole their other roommate's social security number and tried to open credit cards under this guy's name. That's all I'll say about that because legally there's not much else I can say. But regardless, I remember Jeff saying, and this guy still hangs out with him. Like, what the fuck? Jeff has nothing to do with this guy. You know, he's a friend of a friend. But regardless, regardless, if you can't trust him, that's not a great personality trait. And I've said this before, and if they're one of those people who when they go out drinking, they don't eat beforehand, and you every time it's a slob kebab situation, just be like, listen, you either eat a foot long and have two Michelob Ultras when we go out or we're not going out because I'm not fucking carrying your ass up your apartment stairs at the end of the night, okay? All right. Do you judge people that have a fake tree? Absolutely not. Of course I don't. And this is a great segue into our holiday segment. I'm going to hit the, the hotline here in a minute and listen to some of your voicemails from, you know, just your bitching and your absolute nots over the holiday. No, I would never judge somebody with a fake tree. Because here's the thing. If you're putting up the tree, like right after Thanksgiving, a real tree really realistically and I guarantee if you call anybody from the fire department, they're going to say that's too long for a tree to be dry. I just feel that a real tree is not going to make it all the way to Christmas. You get a fake tree, you can put that baby up in April. You know, I also don't care if you want to put colored lights on your tree, do it. If you want to put ribbons, put it on your tree. Whatever brings you joy in your home, you do it. You do it. If you want to have a Panda Express theme tree, do it. If you want to have a Abercrombie and Fitch theme tree, do it. I don't care. Fake, real, you live your life. It's like how I feel about tits. Fake, real, whatever feels good to you, do it. All right. And do we get any new ones? No. I think that's good. Okay. All right. Getting out of that. Now we're going to get into the voicemails. As always, you can call in 800-213-7503. If you're new, if you've recently found me, I've been doing this podcast for four years. We have always had the absolutely not line. It's a safe space. You can call in. You can ask for unsolicited life advice. The fact that I'm even motivating to y'all is unhinged and unglued. I mean, I do feel like I could do one episode where I'm actually being really, I mean, I am always like semi-genuine, but I, I do think I give good advice because I've been through a lot. But regardless, 
We're going to get into the voicemails. Okay. But if you're new here, again, you can always call in, leave a voicemail. We'll get to it. And I got your back because you clearly have mine. Let's, let's hear it. Hey, Heather. I'm going to stay anonymous for this one. I'm from Louisiana. I just have an absolutely not for you. We had Christmas Eve dinner with my husband's family. And I noticed that one of his first cousins doesn't show up. She's probably 54, 55 years old. And I go to ask where she is. Come to find out she has asked her stepdad for $8,000 for her dying dog to have a hip surgery. And he tells her no. So instead of showing up for family Christmas, she throws a bitch fit and just doesn't come because she was told no, that she could not have $8,000. Backstory, her mother is very sick and is dying. And we all know as a family that this is likely her last Christmas. Um, And she just doesn't show up. My husband, who is in the dead mom club, is obviously really pissed about it and voices his opinion just like everyone else does. Well, come to find out, she placed a listening device, like some kind of monitor that she was able to listen in all night on all of our conversations and calls the next day to bitch out my stepdad and everyone else in the family. Fast forward, locks have been changed and it won't surprise me if the will is changed either, but absolutely not to putting a listening device in to eavesdrop on your family when you throw a bitch fit and can't even show up for your mom who's sick and dying for Christmas. Anyways, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Bye, Heather. Okay, I'm going to be honest. Right out of the gate, I was like on this woman's side. I was like, all right. She asked her dad for life, a life-saving surgery for her dog. She's probably childless. She's probably a single woman. This is all she has to live for. Da, 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 da. I was like, they should give her the eight grand. Then when I heard mom was sick, I was like, all right, there's some sort of family turmoil there, but she should be spending the holiday with mom who's sick. I get it. They don't have the money, whatever. And then when I heard she was fucking spying on y'all, what did she put a baby monitor? How did she get over to the house to put a listening device? This bitch is fucking nuts. Also, here's the thing. You know when you're like, you want to hear the gossip or you're like, what did they say about me? You don't ever really want to hear it. Like I've had that happen before. People will t- people will DM me and be like, such and such was saying this about you. People will send me clips. Somebody's talking bad about me on a podcast. And honestly, it just makes me feel shitty. I'm not learning any tea I didn't already know or I'm not learning X, Y, Z. Like it just makes me feel shitty. Oh, they don't like me. Oh, somebody thinks whatever. Oh, somebody said something about my loose neck. <laughs> whatever it is. I don't really want to know. Now, I have been watching this show, Only Murders in the Building. It's phenomenal. And I do like to spy, but I don't want to spy on anybody else when it relates back to me. Okay, let's be honest. So what did this woman think she was going to do? Put a baby monitor? How did One, how did she get into the house in the first place to set the baby monitor or whatever she did? And just the whole thing seems really unhinged. The whole thing seems really unhinged. I'm going to need a follow-up. I'm going to need to know what this spying device was. So daddy said no to the $8,000 for the sick dog. And then she spied on everybody and then called to bitch them out. No, you know what? If she was a really good spy, she would have absorbed all that information and then blackmailed them later. I mean, that not that how you do it? Either way, this cousin, you know, it is also wild when you say cousin and you're like, she's 54. I feel like over the age of 30, you can't call them your cousin anymore. You just say, hey, that's my relative Trish. Isn't it weird to call somebody who's in their 50s your cousin? I don't know why, but cousin only seems like a child thing to me. You know what I mean? Above 30, that's just Trish. That's my, she's in the family tree. Just say, that's my relative Trish. 
That's not my cousin, Trish. If she's in her 50, she's almost 60. No, I don't know why. That just doesn't compute for me. She fucking was spying on y'all, dog. That shit's crazy. And you know she was spiraling. You know she was sitting at her house on Christmas with her sick dogs being like, they didn't want to... Where's my money? You know what I mean? She was doing this whole thing, having this whole conversation with herself. And then she listens back to the tape. She, you know, booby trapped the whole house and is sitting there eating ice cream out of a tub, just getting pissed while everyone's like, where's Trish? And, you know, the dad chimed in. Well, she's pissed. She's not coming because I didn't give her money for the dog. I mean, it's eight grand. How much more money can I give her? I bought her a condo last year and she still doesn't come see her dying mama. Like, I already know how that conversation went. And Trish is an only child and she's sitting on her couch and just fucking being a bitch about everything. Trish, sorry. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. Get it together. What would Gypsy Rose do? She wouldn't sulk on the couch. She wouldn't be spying on the relatives. She'd be at Ulta buying lip glosses for everybody and showing up with a smile on her face. So get your shit together. Listening device, though, that's crazy. That's wild. Also, where do I get one? I'd like to spy on some people. Mm. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. My name is Gabrielle. I have an absolutely not for you. Uh, my mother-in-law <clears throat> sent out their family Christmas cards and listed everyone's name. And instead of Gabrielle, she put Gabriel and so she spelled my name wrong and I've been married to my husband for five years and we dated for three before that. So I've been in her life for eight years and she spelled my name wrong on the Christmas card. I'm going to assume that this is intentional. Absolutely not. Gabrielle. Gabrielle is usually, I would say of some sort of, let's see, Gabrielle, Gabrielle name meaning. Let's find the origin. Oh, well, Gabriel is a given name derived from the Hebrew name, God is my strength. Gabrielle, 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 full name, Gabriella means devoted to God, okay? Gabriel, Gabrielle. I'm going to tell you this right now. Bitch doesn't like you. Never has. <laughs> Let's just be honest. I was trying to find, so I was trying to Google a deeper meaning. Either way, God is my strength. And that's all you need to remember. Anytime she does a little dig, she does something to piss you off, just say out loud, God is my strength. And what would Gypsy Rose do? God is my strength. Listen, these women, I've said it. I talked about it. I'm talking about it in my new hour. Why these mother-in-laws make life so difficult, we'll never understand. It's got to be a constant little dig. I was thinking though, Gabrielle, she might, you know, is it, what does it mean in Spanish? Okay, the name Gabriella is of Spanish-Italian origin. It still means God is my strength. So either way, either way, I was thinking maybe she doesn't like you because she thinks you're Italian. Maybe she doesn't like you because she thinks you're Spanish. I don't know. But either way, we know this woman is the worst. So you got to let this shit roll off your shoulders. You can't let it. You know what I mean? Remember, she wants you to start a fight. They want you to get upset. Everybody wants you to be bothered. And when you don't give people the power, when you stay unbothered, oh my God, it's so freeing. I mean, I could go on and on about mothers-in-laws and I am going to choose to not. And it is just on the tip of my tongue. But of course she's doing this. Of course. I'm I'm surprised she didn't put, you know, uh, I, I don't know. And to our, and our son, Mark and his wife, you know, I don't know, Gucci. I'm surprised she didn't just completely butcher it. It's always going to be something. And if you just don't even, 
Oh, love the Christmas card. Thank you. She wants you to start a fight. She's bored. She hates her husband. She hates your father-in-law. She is so fucking bored at home. She's sitting on the couch stirring the pot because she has nothing to do. She never got a hobby. She never had a job. She's the worst of the worst. When it comes to women, you know exactly who she is. Do not let it bother you. Keep keeping the high road, baby. Don't even let it bother you. I know that's not what, not what you wanted to hear. I know you wanted me to say something like, hey, stick a sign in her yard that says a trans woman lives here. Whatever. You know, some sort of light, gentle prank. Some sort of light, gentle prank. But I'm not going to tell you to do that. I'm going to tell you to take the high road. Well, I have a new addiction and it's a good addiction. And if you're trying to get rid of the bad stuff in your life, but get addicted to something good, then you need Poppy. Dude, Poppy soda is so freaking delicious. I love it. I love it. It's good for your gut. It's got apple cider vinegar. It's got all the good things in it. It tastes like the original stuff that's bad for you, but it's not bad for you. I'm not even shitting you guys. I probably have three poppies a day. I love them, okay? I really became obsessed, and they're really smart. They sent me some good marketing. I was like, yeah, whatever. Let me try this. I get sent a ton of shit. And when I say that my husband and I keep our little wine fridge stocked, stocked to the brim of, with poppies, it's unbelievable. I'm obsessed with the grape. I love the orange. I love the strawberry lemon is like to die for. Also love that they have flavors that taste like your traditional flavors growing up. Like their grape soda literally tastes like the grape soda that you used to chug before you go to swim team. But it doesn't have any of the bad stuff in it. And that's what I'm here for. I also love their dot pop flavor. It tastes just like Dr. Pepper. Seriously, the, their cola tastes just like Coke, etc. It's a sparkling water, fruit juice, and prebiotics in each can. Poppy is literally reinventing what soda is, okay? And they've got amazing other flavors, like I said, like strawberry lemon, cherry limeade, orange grape, as well as classic soda shop flavors that we grew up with, including cola, duck pop, and root beer. It's got five grams of sugar or less and 25 calories or less. It has all the soda flavor without any of the typical soda baggage. I love Poppy. I will swear and stand by them. Here's the thing. I got something exciting for you now. If you shop Poppy on Amazon for 15% off, use code absolutely and in retailers nationwide. Again, so use code absolutely for 15% off Amazon and sip the future of soda. Okay, here we go. More voicemails. Hi, this is Rachel calling from San Diego and absolutely not to my grandpa calling my grandma fat during Christmas Eve dinner. Grandpa said, Jane, this is the largest you've been in all the time I've known you. You've really gotten big, haven't you? How much do you weigh these days? Everybody was shocked, uh, but grandma wasn't fazed by it. Jane didn't give a shit. She's like, I've been married to you for 60 plus years. This is what you get. Take it or leave it, Joe. And um, absolutely yes to my grandmother's attitude about all of it, but absolutely not to grandpa just putting grammy on blast right there at dinner. Um, Love and light. Hope your holidays went well. Bye. I love you. And I hear that. I know immediately we're on the defense for Grandma Jane, but I got to be honest with you. I have a sneaky, weird suspicion that this is a part of their foreplay. Okay, I have a weird suspicion that he calls her fat. She calls him bald. The next thing you know, they're dry humping in the coat closet. I know this because I just know. I mean, I'm married. You know what I mean? One one minute I'm razzing Jeff about X, Y, Z. Next minute he's razzing me about something. And then our insides are on top of each other. So I'm just saying, while Grandpa could be, he could be a dick, 
It very well could be. And I'm not standing up for the patriarchy or misogyny, but I have a feeling that this is some sort of weird kink. They go out in public and he's like, Jane's got a fat ass. And later he goes up to her and whispers in her ear that I'm going to smack later. And I know that y'all don't want to hear that. I'm telling you a lot of truths you don't want to hear on this episode, but I have a feeling that this is all a part of the foreplay. Or if not, he is the worst and we, you know. He's got to go. But I, I have a feeling that Jane's like, let me tell you, this motherfucker's been pulling this shit forever. And she probably makes her a little hot and horny and she's not going to admit it in front of y'all, but this is all a part of it. They're going to get in that Buick, drive back over to their condo, and things are going to get spicy. They may not even make it up to, you know, to the condo. It may just be Buick hot sex for a couple, you know, about four and a half minutes. You don't know. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to err on the side of positive. And hope that this is a part of their little, you know, they like to razz each other up. Or he's just absolutely a fucking piece of shit, Grandpa. But, I mean, I like a little tease. You know what I mean? Oh, those jeans a little tight. Why don't you come over here and button them up for me with your teeth, zaddy? You know, and then Jeff will just walk away. But either way, I'm hoping that this is a part of foreplay. Let's get to the next voicemail. we got so many good ones. Hey, Heather. I am going to remain anonymous for the sake of my family and not casting shame and embarrassment on everyone. So just a little backstory, my parents have been divorced since I was rather young, um, and my dad has had about five wives. And at Thanksgiving, he informs the entire family that his most recent wife of probably 10 years, they just got a divorce. Okay, shocker to the family. We were dealing with it moving forward. Life had been great. What happens on Christmas Day? My sister comes into the room to tell me that my dad has a 35-year-old girlfriend. How old am I? 30. How old is my sister? 35. Basically, he's dating one of his daughters. And he he didn't tell me the entire time that we were together. Everyone else in the family knew except for me. That's probably because my family considers me the raging bitch. But absolutely not to your almost six-year-old father dating a 35-year-old. Love and light. Okay, sister friend, I I am gonna, I'm really gonna try and empathize right now. First and foremost, I mean, if this isn't the most exhausting thing as a daughter, all right? I always say, thank God my dad died before my mom because if, if my mom died and then my dad rolled in with some hussy my age, I would make her life a living hell. I would destroy his life. I would just, I would really double down on just the absolute insufferability that I would put upon both of them. Well, your dad's been married five times, so we know he doesn't have a great track record with relationships. Okay, here's the thing. I know it's pissing you off. I know it's burning your biscuits. I know you want to hate this girl. You should feel sorry for her. One, she has to date your dad. You already know what a goober this fucking guy is. Two, she has to date your dad. You know, now that you're an adult, you sit around, you chit chat with your mom sometimes about like the annoying shit your dad used to do. And she's like, let me tell you, I knew I had to divorce him when he used to do X, Y, Z or whatever. You know, you know, you love him. He's your father, but you just feel bad for her. I've always said, and I've always said that I thought this would be a good way to get rid of a, a, a woman. You pull the girl aside. Say you get to meet her. Be nice. Be cool. Bury it deep down inside. You pull her aside and you're like, hey, listen, I just want to give you a heads up because you seem cool. Um, I just don't want you to get tied up with all this IRS stuff. And she'll be like, what are you talking about? And you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. 
And then I need you to do good acting, okay? I need you to really do good acting. Like you go to lunch with you and you're like, dad, I want to meet your new girlfriend. And you play it cool. You got a good act. You got to take some master classes. And this has to be solid Oscar-worthy acting, okay? So we're going to act this out. So you're at lunch, right? And you're like, so tell me all about yourself. She's like, well, I'm a, I, you know, I do a lot of tennis in my free time when I'm not doing pharmaceutical sales. And you're like, oh my God, great. I love that. Listen, I... Ansley, right? Ansley, I just wanted to bring you here because you're cool and like you're young. And I listen, I am not worried about you dating my dad because trust and believe he's had younger girlfriends than you. You know what I mean? You make her feel old. Like you were, you're the oldest one he's dated in a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like, I thought the last girl's girlfriend was 40. And like, oh my God, who? Uh, Nichelle? She lasted like 24 hours. Like you make your dad seem like an absolute fucking pimp. You're like, no, 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 please, girl. I love it. I love that you're my age. Like we can have fun. I just, I really don't want you to get tied up with the IRS stuff. And she's be like, wait, what are you talking about? Wait, I'm so sorry. And you're like, oh my God. And then you have to put your hand on your head. Oh my God. Hold on. I'm so sorry. Before you get into this, hi. And you lean over to the waiter. Hi, I'm so sorry. We're going to need at least two glasses of Sancerre. Do you have Sancerre on the list? Yeah. Yeah. Or just a French white. A, Ch a Chenin Blanc? Yeah, we'll take that. Do you drink white wine, right? What, I mean, what girl in her 30s doesn't drink white wine? <laughs> yeah, we'll take a white wine. Just, yeah, you know what? Let's let's put a pause in this. Let's put a little button in this until the white wine comes because this is going to be a little bit of a doozy. And then she's going to get nervous. And then you build it up. And then you change the subject immediately. And she's like, wait, what about the IRS? No, no, no. I, we really need a drink for this. So we, so tell me, what tennis club do you belong to? Oh my God. And the pharmaceutical sales. Are you doing medical devices or are you actually doing pharmacies? Fantastic. You support big pharma. Me too. Girl, oh my God. Make that money. <laughs> Trump 2024. You know what I mean? Like just lean in. Just whatever she is vibing on, you're vibing on. You're not even being sarcastic. You're just actually vibing with her. The wine comes. And then you're like, okay, take a sip. Just we need to get a little buzz going because I just, I want you to be set up for success. If you say, I want you to be set up for success, she thinks that you're on her side. And then you, you come up with this elaborate thing, but you're low key about it. You're like, listen, I just... <sighs> My dad's a great guy. I love my dad. I really have a great relationship with my dad, but he's gotten in a lot of financial turmoil with the IRS. He's been in like a three-year audit. And that's why a lot of these girls don't stick around because I don't know if he's going to have to do jail time or, I mean, he has a great attorney. Like be positive, have a positive spin on it, get upbeat for like 10 seconds. Be like, I, he does have a great attorney. And it's not like he really, he didn't know he was doing anything illegal. Say that. Oh my God. Say he didn't know he was like really doing anything illegal. It's just, it was this whole thing with this old business partner. Like you kind of blame it on somebody else. And then she's like, I thought he just like worked at an insurance company. No, he was doing an outside hustle with insurance. Like you don't have to give her details. Just keep blaming it. Be like, he didn't know that what he was doing was wrong. And then she's going to be like, is this guy a fucking dumbass? And then if she says like, well, like, is your dad, like, was he being stupid? And you're like, I mean, aren't all men stupid? <laughs> Michelle, aren't all men stupid? Yes. So you, you two are vibing. You're both on the same page. You know what I mean? You're ping-ponging back and forth. Good energy, high energy, 35-year-old energy. That's what you're doing. And then you slowly keep adding a few more details. Yeah, I mean, he didn't know what he was doing was illegal, but I don't know if he's going to have to go to federal prison or if it's going to be like a local situation. <laughs> Just say local situation. Drop federal prison and then say local situation. And she's going to be like, how the fuck does he not know if he's going to federal prison or if it's going to be a local situation? Also, no one knows what local situation even means when it comes to the same vernacular as like you're talking about prison, right? You're either going to like a state penitentiary or you're in the local jail because you got to sleep off a hangover. And I just think you say, listen, I think you're great. 
Nichelle, I really like you. In fact, I would love to play tennis with you. And I, I, if you want to date my dad, I fully support it. But girl, you have like your whole life ahead of you and I just don't want you to be tied into his stuff. But you can't tell him because he will never forgive me if he knows that I told you because I'm looking out for you. I just don't want you to get tied up in this. But you cannot tell him that I told you. If anything, just say you heard from Randy. And she's like, who's Randy? And you're like, he'll know. He'll just know. Randy has a big mouth and he talks a lot. Just don't, please, girl, never say it was from me. And then just like that, 24 hours later, she'll ghost your dad and she'll be gone. Because you know what a young bitch doesn't have time for? A 60-year-old man's IRS audit. That'll probably take 10 years. You know what she's going to hear? You're not even saying he's broke. You're hearing in the back of his, she, you're planting the seed in the back of her mind that at some point he was stupid enough to get fucking tied up in the wrong tax bracket. He either didn't pay something or paid the wrong person and he, his ass is going to jail and he has no money. Because the like also add that and be like, I mean, he's gone through a couple attorneys. If you say he's gone through a couple of attorneys, she's going to be like, that's at least $100,000 each time out, out the gate. So even, I don't care if your dad's rich. I don't care if he's got a fucking boat. Make her think, plant that tiny seed in the back of this bitch's brain that the IRS is coming. Because if you say he's bankrupt, he's lost all of his money. She's not going to believe that. But say it's coming, maybe even drop. This thing they're saying on TikTok, it's going to be a black swan event. She will have no idea what you're talking about. And then she'll get on TikTok and look at black swan and like, it's going to be a financial crisis. And then she's going to panic and you'll never have to fucking deal with her again. And if you blame it on Randy, she's not going to turn you in because now y'all are tennis buddies. Girl, I got you. It's all about you just low key drop a little hint that the feds are coming and that bitch is on a fucking jet ski to her side of Florida and you'll never have to deal with her again. And they say I couldn't be president. I'm fucking smart as a whip. I am smart. I don't know if I told you all this two weeks ago, but I, I got some blood work back. Shout out to Dr. Kristen Oja. She is my girl at Stat Wellness in Atlanta. She has extensive blood work on me. She said, Heather, your prognenolone, I, want, I don't think I'm pronouncing this right. It's not progesterone. It's prognenolone, prognenolone, prog, prognenolone, prognen, oh, prognenolone, yes, is, it is a hormone naturally produced in the body by the adrenal gland. It is made from cholesterol and is the starting material in the production of testosterone, progesterone, cortisol, estrogen, other hormones. Okay, here's the thing. What are the symptoms of low prognenolone? Poor memory. Declining concentration and attention, fatigue, dry skin, joint and muscle pain, and a decreased sex drive. I have all of them except decreased sex drive. And I'll tell you this right now. I, she said, Heather, your prognenolone is low. So I'm on all these supplements right now to get the mind sharp. All right, I'm on the ginkgo biloba's because if you don't keep the mind sharp, I can't do this job. All right, so I've been, I, this just, I just want you to know that this bit I just did that I pulled out of my ass makes me feel like I'm getting sharp again. I've been on a lot of supplements because I told Tina, I was like, I'm feeling like the ADD is so bad, but I'll be like sitting at the table eating a sandwich. And I'm like, what am I, what am I doing right now? I'm eating. Like, that's how bad the brain fog has been hitting me. It's because I'm burnt out. At the end of the year, I was just burnt out. I had so many tabs open in the mind and the hormones. We're trying to get all the hormones together. I had attention, fatigue, dry skin, everything in my body ached. So I've got to get my prognenolone up. But shout out to Dr. Oja, who figured out what was wrong with me. Anyways, there's also a lot of other things wrong, but we're on the right path. But either way, either way, I say all that to say, you got to keep your mind sharp. 
You know what I mean? You got to be three steps ahead of these hoes. But that's why you get them. That's why you get them. And I'll tell you right now, I do think that everybody should start off the year. Go see a functional medicine doctor. Get an extensive panel of blood work. Yeah, you're going to have to pay out of pocket. Just do it. You're going to feel better. Figure out why you're not sleeping at night. Just get a plan of action. We're not going to have all the answers tomorrow. You may have to, it may take six months to bounce back, but at least get a plan of action. You know what I mean? I don't have health insurance either. I got kicked off the fucking insurance, you know, because that's what happens. I sold one script. Well, I didn't sell two scripts. So now I'm off the insurance. I swear to God. All right. Anyways, all that being said, I just feel like, Dr. Oja, if you listen to this, did you hear how sharp and funny that bit was? Yeah, I'm coming back. I'm coming back, baby. We have time for one last voicemail. Let's get into it. Hey, Heather. This is Jen. Merry Christmas. I have both an absolutely not and an absolutely yes. My absolutely not is that um, ended up in the emergency room on Christmas day um, due to a wonderful thing called a UTI that seemed to get progressively worse and peak on Christmas morning following watching my children, you know, shred open all their gifts. So absolutely not having to go to the emergency room on Christmas for UTI meds. However, my absolutely yes is that my sister took me to the ER and I was actually able to escape my family for a bit of time other than my sister who you know, like you and George Law Lady are very close. And so absolutely yes to getting some unexpected time away from the family and my children making me look at their new toys and build their Legos. So absolutely yes to watching Bravo in the waiting room at the ER and having some great one-on-one time with my sister and I who freaking love you so much. So we just love you. Merry Christmas. Happy everything. Love and light. Peace. Love and light. I'm sorry that you had a fiery urethra on Christmas, but see, glass half full right there. You got a little sister time in, and that's a beautiful thing. And I love that you had that. And you got away from your kids. I'll tell you why I have a UTI, because you probably got a little toddler to punch you in the crotch every day. You know, you scream and put, turn on Coco Melon and just grabbing at your crotch. That's why you have a UTI. Okay. And I'll tell you what, girls, listen. You got to nip those UTIs in the bud because they'll turn into kidney infections and then you'll really be in the hospital. And then you'll really be missing, you know, Bunko Night or whatever, New Year's Eve, whatever you want to. We got to get this shit in motion now, like I said, because in six months when we have things on the calendar, when we're going on a trip to Key West in April, we need to feel good. Things are going to come up along the way, but we need to, what are we doing? We're being proactive, not reactive. That was a little reactive. I mean, I've had gnarly UTIs. I have a prescription is it nitrofucan, nitro something? Yeah, I think it's, it's those pills that turn, and I'm not talking about the AZO tablets. I have an actual like antibiotic that I can take 30 minutes before or after sex that can really flush it out because I have a actually clinically, scientifically small urethra. So my pee hole is smaller than most of y'all's. So it's a lot easier for things to get backed up there. That's just a little tidbit about me. I, I know y'all were just asking for. But I love that. What a great moment. I mean, I'm sorry you had to go to the hospital. I'm sorry the UTI got rough. Hope you came in with a hot, hot story for your doctors. I hope you told them, listen, I was at a gangbang last night on Christmas Eve and here we are. You know, you got to keep people on their toes and keep their jobs fresh too. But I love that you get to watch Bravo in, in the waiting room. I mean, that's great. Isn't that bad though? When you hate your family so much, you'd rather go to the ER and watch Bravo alone in the, the ER waiting room. I mean, there's Listen, that's life. And everybody who called in, families are hard. Friends are hard. Fuck, your cousins are insane and they might spy on you. But you know what you're going to do? 
You're going to be three steps ahead. When your dad starts dating a woman 30 years younger, you know what you're going to do? You're going to make her believe that he's getting caught by the IRS for something. You just got to keep the brain sharp. And I know we're all feeling foggy and full and exhausted from last year. But what can we do to go into this year where we're coming up with some new creative ideas, finding new ways to reinvent ourselves? And if you can't reinvent yourself, and I don't care if it happens till August, just think of some ways to keep the brain sharp. You know what I mean? I don't know. Have a juice once a day. Make sure the blood sugar's stable. You know, start doing Sudoku. We should all be doing a Sudoku a week. I'm putting that on the vision board because that keeps the brain sharp. Some, you know, word teasers, some new vocabulary words. I don't know, but I feel like we all just need to sharpen it. Sharpen the tools in the shed a little bit to keep us moving in the right direction. And there's nothing better. There's nothing better than a medical emergency with your sister and you both get to sit in an emergency room, you know, at the local hospital and watch an old episode of the Real Housewives of Orange County, and you just sit back and you laugh. You laugh at your weird cousins. You laugh at how much you hate your kids. You laugh at how, you know, your husband has clogged the toilet at your parents' house six times, and you told him, you can't eat the casserole. It's got dairy in it. Mark, I don't know how many times I have to tell you this. You can't have dairy, but he still did it. So now your husband has diarrhea in a house with no toilet, and he's having to watch the kids while you're in the ER watching the Real Housewives of Orange County with your sister, and there's nothing better. See how full circle that comes? Hey, when God closes one door, he sends you to the ER, and that's a really beautiful thing. I love you guys. We're going to get into vision boards next week, okay? And all you need to do to prepare for that is to either watch on YouTube or just to, to tune in, okay? Maybe you have a list. Maybe if you have a pad of paper, I'll write down what you got to do. But all I want you to do is sit back and absorb it, and then you can get to work. So don't feel like you have to prepare anything. I will give you the tools next week to prepare because you know what? This is our year, baby. There may be a financial crisis coming, but it doesn't mean you can't buy tickets to my show at heatherontour.com. I'll see you on the road. I'll see you here at this podcast, and hopefully I'll see you on the big screen. Ciao, Bella. Arrivederci. See ya next episode. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.